Hello, and welcome to episode 120 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rich P. We're here to nerd out with you. Uh, If you do not already, you should be following us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We got a website, nerdout.com, thenerdout.com. Yeah. We're all over the place, and we are all up on every place that you are going to be listening to a podcast. So, no excuses. Yep. That's just true. Check (laughs) us out. Check us out. Yeah, we're everywhere. Um, And we continue to be on Apple iTunes, despite our unfortunate, like, two-week situation where they only had, like, they didn't have all of our episodes up. But now they're up. Because Apple, we took Apple to, we kicked Apple to the curb, and we told them what's what. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so yeah. now that we're back on put a new review because the last one we had was from April yeah, yeah. To to June. So it is go. come on you guys one of you out there who has not yet left a message a message a review leave a message I don't care call it whatever you want just go do it Jesus Oh, it is a, it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon and, uh, Ritzy and I are here to discuss all things nerdy in our lives. Um, for the past week, we, we chatted a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. So here yeah, we are. We're back. Um, will you tell us about your art show, your virtual art show? Oh yeah. So I mentioned it last week, but I didn't have a date and it went down this past Thursday, the 20-something, 21st or something like that. Um, and it was just basically uh, me and um, Man One, who is the owner, who's an artist himself, but it's the owner of Cruest Gallery. And um, now it's an online gallery. Um, but they used to have a place downtown for a long time. And it was there on May 18th. It was their 18th year being in existence. And wow. so they had a bunch of, yeah, 18 years, dude. And they started in a small, little, little spot in Alhambra. Then they moved to downtown. So I was able to show, I started showing with them in Alhambra one show, I think one or once or twice, and then just continued to show with them, show with them in um, downtown. And it really, if it wasn't for Crew West, my accidental artist career wouldn't have started. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have met Marka27, who invited me to be a part of series one of the big buddy. So my first designer, uh, vinyl toy. And that was my gateway into entry into that entire world. And, you know, a lot of my really good friends that I consider family that I met because of being actually being in that series. A lot of them were in that series with me and Uh they're just like family and like, you know, found another, extension of my tribe so I'm like super grateful and thankful for Quest. and so he's like do you want to do I have two pieces I found in the archive do you want to do a little interview we're doing this series artist talk shop and say or something like that I forgot and um so we did it and so I was a little nervous just because you know I could I've been interviewed for podcasts and all kinds of things live and different things but this is my face my, you know, <laughs> face during lockdown. And I was like, yeah. shit. So I was like, you know, and then I'm also surfing the crimson wave. Yeah. So ladies, you know how that is. You feel puffy and ugly and bloated and nothing looks good. And you just like, ugh. So I was going through that and I was like asking 
texting friends, do I wear my hair up in a bun? Do I wear it down? And I was like, oh, I don't like either. And I was like, what, you know, like, what am I going to wear? And da, 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 da. Plus, I was super nervous, like, because, you know, we've all seen, if you're watching different battles <laughs> online, different people's connections suck. And I was like testing certain things out. Do I do a Wi-Fi? Do I do it with cellular? So anyways, it went well. It started off kind of, kind of rocky. We had to okay. do four, four restarts, log okay. into live and then log off. Um, but everyone was, they, they hung in there and my tribe was there. So it was a lot of shit talking, but I was trying not to get distracted by reading all the shit talking that was happening. It was hilarity. <laughs> um, but yeah, it went really well. And I don't know if the pieces have sold yet, but I ha- will have a link just in case. One's a, a photo and one's a painting. So, and then if they were having problems, uh, because of the connection, I think on their end to, record you know when you do a live session then it you can automatically save it and then repost it so they've been doing that but the past the one before me i think with marka didn't go and then i think mine didn't go but they were trying to record it in another way so it might be up if it is we'll we'll let you guys know but it should be if it's up i'll let you guys know because it's kind of comedy um <laughs> a lot of comedy I gotta on there. Yeah, so, but we'll have the link to the two pieces. Tell a friend. Tell many. Great. Yeah, I want to see a link to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I did that. And I wanted to say that last week uh, we talked about the free course of the science of well-being, the Yale course that I started taking and a couple of friends started taking. Mm -hmm. And it's it's by uh, Professor Lori Santos, who was a cognitive scientist, and a professor at Yale. And so if you want to kind of see what she's talking about, I think a better intro into that world and into her is the latest armchair expert with Dak Shepard and Monica Padman that just got released a couple of days ago. We'll have a link to that. And I think that's a great intro to her because they get into her history, but they also get into and break down the the different tips that she's giving out during these times, like top four tips to help you during specifically during COVID-19, you know, kind of some tips for life in general, but yeah. And then she, he breaks it down and it's great that she's talking to them. Give us one of them. Uh, what was one of them? One of them I think was breathing like deep breathing because it kind of takes you out of the situations, which is great. So, and then she breaks down some other ones. I won't give it away, but also because I don't remember. Um, but some good ones, some really good ones. And I love, I just like how Dax and Monica just really, even if they have, they have some amazing intellectuals and academics on there sometimes, and they just make uh-huh. it, you know, just kind of uh, digestible for, for everyday folks. And she, they have her on because they had Malcolm Gladwell, who they love and who I love. And he was like, you you need to know Lori Santos. You need to know what she's talking about, what she's doing and all this stuff. So she's fascinating and she's great. So I definitely recommend um, that episode. And then if you want, they also at the end talk about the course that we're, that my friend and I are taking right now that's free. Um, that's available for everyone right now. So, yeah. And do that. And that I signed up to take, but haven't taken yet. Yes. Yes. Oops. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So 
check it on out. Also, uh, I wanted to talk about Dougie Fresh. Can we talk about Dougie this Fresh? This is kind of the coolest thing that's happened to anyone I know. <laughs> so it was my birthday. Happened to be my birthday. I don't. The only reason I don't really like talk about it, but the only reason I want to talk about it is because this is pretty fucking amazing. So on my birthday was on Sunday, the seventeenth. And, um, you know, messages for days. It's a lot of love. I feel loved. And then I'm, ha- I'm having my my gift of being left the fuck alone. So I'm in by myself in my room. And I get Bye-bye. a text from our good friends, Karen and B. And they're like, oh, happy birthday. And they send me, I see a screenshot of like a video. And I was like, oh, I was like, Dougie Fresh, is that a, like a, a gif? And I click it. And he proceeds... So starts saying happy birthday and he starts saying my name and I paused it because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So then I run outside to the kitchen. And I was like, guys, guys. And they're like, what? I go, come here, come here. And I show it to them and I restart it. And then he definitely says my name. He says my full name with Ritzy up in it. And then he starts saying shit. Happy birthday. And I hear you love hip hop and blah, 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 blah. And then, and so I'm like freaking out. We're all freaking out. Like all three of us are looking at each other like what? The Supernatural Bear is looking at us like, he kept saying, do you know him? (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't. I go, that's why it's crazy. And then, and then um, Miosita was like, yo. And I was like, look at him like, yo. And then he starts singing Lottie Dottie. And if you are from the same, similar age bracket, and if you're into hip hop, you know how fucking big Dougie Fresh is to the culture in general, but how amazing that song is. And my 11-year-old self was freaking the fuck out. I literally had tears coming down my eyes because I was like, what the fuck? And then, so it stopped. And then I was like, what is happening? Because I remember getting a mixtape because we're on the West Coast. So all the East Coast stuff wasn't played on the radio not at that time. I was 11 years old. It's like 1985. I'd go to the National City Swap Meet and then I'd get these <laughs> mixtapes. And the mixtapes will have all the latest joints. And I had that song. I was like, what the fuck is this? Everyone was bumping it. What is this amazingness? So I remember I would rewind every little line so that I could write it down. And I think somewhere in storage I have where I wrote down every lyric, every word, so I can learn all the lyrics. So I know every single fucking word to that song. So to have him fucking say my name and give me shout outs, sing, like say happy birthday, do his like beatbox shit and then sing Lolly Dottie. I was like, I don't know. I don't understand. (laughs) I still don't understand. Was this a text? Did you get it via text? I got it via text, yeah. And you can see it on my Instagram thing. Maybe we'll have a link to it. Because I was like, so then I called them and I was like, yo, what the fuck? And they were laughing and I was telling them the whole story. And I was like, I go, I had tears going down my eyes. They're like, this is the best reaction ever. I was like, I was like, I don't understand. (laughs) And she's like, oh yeah. She's like, I saw him that he did something like that for someone else. So, and I was like, shh. I was like, you guys don't even, I go, can I post this? They're like, yeah, it's yours. You could do it. I was like, I'm going to fucking post this shit. And it, the one thing that I knew, I think I knew that people would understand why I posted it. Cause I didn't post it because it was for me. I posted it for all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone was posting 
like, yo, I was so hyped. It was not even for me. <laughs> I'm like so hyped for it. Like just hyped yeah. in general. Like if it happens to one of us, it happens to us all. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It was really magical. I was like, was. I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. No, I mean, Dougie fresh and on your birthday is as good a time as any for Dougie fresh. <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> still, I had like, I, I still think it's fake. So I have to go back and have to look at it and um, be like, that's my name. That's my name right there. Yeah, that's my name, my full name with my nickname, my moniker. And then he's like, yeah, and I heard like you something, something live and die or something for hip hop. And I was like, yeah, that is true. That is so true. That like, is so I, me. That is so me. Um, yeah. So like <laughs> when I was doing the IG live with Man One and Crew S, um, I did a presentation, so it kind of like related to the pieces because I know I no longer take pictures. So one of the things is a, is a photo, but I, you know, I was in this book and exhibit and with all these like amazing photographers. So I wanted to lead up to it. So I was like showing photos of when I was doing photos and getting paid as a photographer um, for music and stuff like that. And then so it so then it started going into how music and art, my design and art started mixing when I started doing you know, limited edition concert posters. And one I did was for Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. And I had illustrated them. There's no photo of them together. So I illustrated them like one arm, like Slick Rick's arm around, you know, and stuff. And so I totally, you know, man was like, wait a second, let's go back to that. Can we go back to that? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, why? He's like, cause you had a birthday shout out from Dougie Fresh. And we started talking about it. So I told my story on, we were rolling. I was like, cause everyone feels it, you know, like everyone. Yeah. I didn't yep. post it on Facebook. I was like, no, it's too much. <laughs> it's an Instagram like, moment. It's an Instagram moment. I was like, let me just you post know what it, it here. It's a TikTok moment. It's a TikTok moment. Nah, I won't do it. <laughs> Only too long. It's many TikTok yeah, it's, moments. Yeah, many. It's multiple parts ones. And I was like, nah, it's okay. And they need to be get the full blown. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that was you pretty know, rad. It was it was rad. it was rad and gen. It was already a rad birthday. It was just that was just like whoop, icing for the cake, icing you, for the ages. What did you do um, when you just had time to yourself? Um, I think I finished the Good Place. Oh, okay. And maybe mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in in the thing. I because I, last time I said I had like another season. Oh, I finished that bitch. Oh, I finished it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can see it all right now for sure. Um, so right. that's what I did. I chilled. I think I dyed my hair and like painted my toenails or some fucking shit that I would that never do. Great. That sounds great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 what I did there. Okay. Um, yeah. And the one last thing is I wanted to spread love and do something special for the nerd people that listen to the nerd out. Thank you for sticking with us all these years. And also, you know, while we had a little snafu on the, <laughs> on the interwebs. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, I've created a code just for the nerd out peeps. It's called all caps, the nerd out, and you get free shipping on all orders on the recipe store. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds great. Uh, very generous of you. May I personally recommend the tea towels? 
I love the tea towels. I, I think I... I think I just sold out last week of the tea towels. Ah, balls. Okay. But I'm not sure. I think there might be one or two left, but I think I, I got a notification. And the only thing, and my friend was, my other friend's like, oh, your tea towels must be doing really well right now. I was like, I was like, I don't, ha- I, I can't make any more right now because I don't know where my screen is. <laughs> so <laughs> it's in storage somewhere. So I might have to make a new one, but, um, I hope I don't, and then I can find it, and then I'll make some more, and then I'll. I think they will do. They would do well during the quarantine for gifts, whatever. So spread love. Yeah, I love it. Hot tip. Hot tip. Um, okay, so Ti, we asked the people, and what did they say when we came to classic? <laughs> I made it black and white, and it kind of threw Tia Ti off. So wh- why did yeah. it throw you off? Well, right. So last last time, last episode, we talked about um, classic movies because you had just watched All About Eve, which you did not love. And I love All About Eve. So we put it to the listeners and the listeners stepped up. Um, yeah. So we asked for classic f- people's favorite classic movies and you specify black and white, which... I was, because I, I was like, oh, here we go. And then I was like, oh, black and white. I don't love black and white movies. Like, I don't know what it is if I feel like kind of disconnected from them. Although, as we talked about last time, like, I love all of the Twilight Zones. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Anyhow. Um, and then, you know, I think that asking for black and white movies, a lot of people recommended recent movies that were black and white. Did those count? I don't know. I say no. no. Classic. I say no. It has to be. It has to be like back in the days, black and white. They were black and white because that's all that existed. Black and white. That's all they could do. Yeah, it wasn't a stylistic thing because the first things that I came out and suggesting, and I think these are old enough that they count as classic movies, was *Raging Bull* and *The Last Picture Show*, both of which are black and white, but they were a stylistic choice rather than a, um, a choice out of necessity. Got it. Got it. They're still on the class. That's still for the next phase yeah. of the classic they're, movie list, for sure. They're in the 70s. That's classic at this point. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because we're classic. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's, let's get into some of the ones that people suggested. Um, uh, our listener, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. She oh. said, Night of the Living Dead. Again, another like stylistic classic. Yeah, um, but I love that. I love that movie. It reminds yeah. me. We used to wa- watch it on VHS on all the time when we had sleepovers with my cousins in the hood, and we would watch it so much that then we would turn the volume down, and then we would take turns narrating, like making up what they said, <laughs> and have a great old time. We were like eleven. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't think that I've seen it once, but I think oh. I've just only seen it once. Oh, sorry about that. I was getting a phone call at the same time. Oh sorry. my God. Don't they know? <laughs> don't they know? Um, yeah, I've only seen it once. It's been a really long time. Um, that could be like an interesting one to revisit. I have to say, Sabrina, truly a um an inspired choice to include i never would have thought of that yeah no definitely that's that's the kind of thinking we're talking about here yeah and you know what i just i just googled it um because i wanted to see who is in it a bunch of people i don't know um i was like oh were there famous people in it and i wasn't aware of it 
But I will say that the artwork for the movie, like the movie art, I never realized that it's like identical to the Walking Dead, uh, the Walking Dead comic books. Styled style. Uh... Yeah. It's like black and I mean, black and white, obviously, but like with it's like black and white with like green and like the the images of the people are all like look like they're sort of um, like they're all in varying stages of like screaming, running, whatever. Like it's totally it's totally um, The Walking Dead. Anyhow, that's a good one to revisit. I may have to revisit that one myself. Yeah. See if it holds up, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, for sure. Okay, what else we got? Um, our buddy, the Eagle, Juan Aguilar, uh, he suggested, um, a bunch of, a bunch of movies, including a few, I don't know at all. Um, we got animal crackers, duck soup, like these, these are classics, the young and heart, uh, wings, three stooges, modern times and city lights. I don't know modern times and city lights. Look that up. I want to look that up. Juan Aguilar. Yeah. Um, someone, my friend Joe recommended a bunch of stuff, um, okay. including Roma. Doesn't count, Joe. Roma doesn't count. Um, he suggested um, Hard to Be a God. Never heard of it. Don't know it. He's also a film nerd. Joe, you big film nerd. Um, the Great Dictator. The General. Knife in the Water, Nosferatu. Nosferatu I've seen, and I've also seen the movie about the making of Nosferatu and how freaky he was in general. Oh, how really? scary he was on set. You have to see that. Yeah, that's good, too. I watched that when I was a young goth and didn't like it. <laughs> and they still let me keep being a goth. So I don't know what happened. I probably, I probably watched it with Joe because I know him from my teenage years. Please, uh, Joe or Ti, please tell me that you guys have a photo of you guys in their goth face. Oh my and god, yeah, I have photos. It. I have photos somewhere. I will please. find. I, will, I need yeah, to see I'll that for sure. ASAPers. Okay. Um, the Killers. I'm not sure that I know the Killers. Um, we also have my friend Aaron, another high school friend. Thanks, Aaron. Um, Aaron recommends a total no-brainer. Again, a stylistic choice, but also a classic. That would be Young Frankenstein. Yeah, and I haven't seen that in a long time. I wonder if it still holds up. Me neither. I I think I saw it in college in my film class, as a matter of fact. I think I saw it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Oh, Eric, who is our special guest, um, a a couple episodes ago with Watchmen, Eric suggests Double Indemnity, which I've never seen, but I would like to see. The Third Man, The Searchers, Dark Passage, Metropolis, and M. Metropolis has been, is been, uh, that's like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but multiple people have said, and you know what? I've never seen it, and I, it's on my list. It looked a little too, um... It looked like one of those movies. I have a resistance, and this goes for any sort of media at all, that I am supposed to have seen and that I'm a fucking primitive cave person for not having seen. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, why well, start now? So I feel like Metropolis <laughs> is one of those ones that I'm like, oh, God, I'm supposed to have seen it. Ugh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like I should probably grow up and try to check that one out. Yeah. 
I think also, uh, you know, I, I find a lot of my creative friends. Uh-huh. Um, I think the way it looks and the time and stuff, I think probably just visually is probably stunning. Yeah. And um, Eric is also an artist, so we can blame that on him. Uh, My friend Leland recommends um, The Big Sleep, The Killing, and Passive Glory. Um, Big Sleep, that's a good one. The Killing, I think it was Joe. Oh, Joe said The Killers. The Killers. I don't think I know The Killing. Passive Glory, I've never seen, but I I, I am aware of its existence. That seems like one I, I might enjoy. Um, and then, uh, some of the ones that I suggested are, um, all about Eve. I I just can't believe you didn't like it. Um, seventh samurai, surprisingly good. Um, Yeah, I saw that a long time ago, but I want to see that again for sure. Surprisingly good. Some like it hot, which is a very charming little comedy with Marilyn Monroe. Um, and the apartment, which I saw years ago, but enjoyed and um, while we're at it, I also mentioned that I did not love Citizen Kane, Doctor Strange Love, or Casablanca. Uh, so there. Yeah. And Casablanca, I've never seen Casablanca. Um, it's boring. That's jumpstart. on my list. So am I going to be disappointed? <laughs> like All About Eve? No, maybe you. Maybe you'll maybe you'll like it. Maybe because I liked All About Eve and you didn't. Maybe you'll <laughs> like Casablanca. Reverse. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Dr. Strangelove, it's probably worth me revisiting. I just, I saw it years ago and I was like, oh, torture. Didn't love it. Um, So that's, you got some, you also asked on your Facebook page and you got some people answering you there. Yeah. And, um, Citizen Kane again, this is now, now Jerome, To Kill a Mockingbird, Third Man, Seventh Samurai, Censored. Is good. Yes. That's a good one. That's a yeah. really good one. The book is fantastic. The movie's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Seven Samurai Sunset Boulevard Metropolis in Tokyo Story, Ooh. which I'll have to look up. And then um, he said, um, uh, Woe said Chungking Express. I've never seen. Is that don't know it. Um, and then your homegirl, Sean. She said, all about Eve, Psycho, Sunset Boulevard, the Maltese Falcon, the apartment which you mentioned. Rebecca, what's Rebecca? Uh, Rebecca is, um, I, I watched that in film class. Rebecca is a sort of, um, I guess it's like a, sl- it's like a psychological thriller, I think oh, you would call okay. it. Okay. Yes. She put Notorious. Don't know Notorious. It's a Wonderful Life, of course, Young Frankenstein. And she's like, I'll spare you the French New Wave and Italian neorealism. But I love those films. LOL. She's um, big, big Karen, dream. the one who the, got the Dougie Fresh, she said, uh-huh. everything noted above for sure. And whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yes. I love that movie. I've never seen that. So many votes that's, for that. I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, The Best Years Campy. of Our Lives. Canada. La Strada, La Dolce Vita. I've never, seen, I've never seen that. I've never seen that either. Um, okay. Eight and a That's, Half. We should see that. Okay. Grapes of Wrath. Okay. It Happened One Night, Roman Holiday, Inherit the Wind, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington on the Waterfront, The mm-hmm. Young and the Damned, Ikiru, 
Seven Samurai, The Great Dictator, Modern Times, The Kid, City Lights, 12 Angry Men, Double Indemnity, M, Witness for the Prosecution, Dr. Strange Love Again, Raging Bull, A Streetcar Named Desire. Ooh, I've never seen Streetcar Named Desire. That's, That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Philadelphia Story. Uh, okay. There are, there's clearly like a handful of ones that have two or three votes. I feel yeah. like those are good ones to start with. Those. Yeah. And then just, you know, cause I don't know if he listens to this. I don't really care, but my ex <laughs> chimed in and I'll tell it to you, T.I. I also called one of the G Danny and I'll, cause he responded underneath him. And I was like, yo, I was like, how basic is his answer? And then I was telling T.I., I was like, he probably had to rack his brain to just get two basic ones, a raisin in the sun and birds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, at least he, at least he tried. Goodness. Um, one movie. <laughs> That I was going to say, like, as soon as, as soon as you posted that, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I got you. I got you right here, right now. One of my favorite classic movies. I haven't seen it in like, I don't know, 15 years. So I probably need to revisit it. But it was my first and favorite um, Alfred Hitchcock movie. And that is Rear Window. But Rear Window is in color. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well. Colorized? No, I don't think so. So when oh. we get into um, old movies that are in color, then that the would be one of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I will cross-reference all these lists. And like you said, the ones that had multiple votes, those are going to be added to my list. And then maybe I'll check one of them out this weekend and uh, get back to you. Any other movies? Have you been watching any movies in the past week? It, it, are the weeks going by fucking fast or what? so fast I was thinking about it um I was on a hike earlier today and I was like damn like what am I gonna what am I gonna talk about because I don't feel like I feel like I barely had time to breathe let alone like um let alone watch anything um I'll tell you what I what I did do instead of watching any movies myself is uh I went uh morel mushroom hunting mm, I saw your picture so what 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 does that entail? I will tell you um, if if you had told me once upon a time that morel mushroom hunting was nerdy, I would have been like, mm, I don't know if you can nerd out on that. No, you can nerd out on that for sure. There's like, <laughs> as we were driving up, so it was last week. Here was a lot of rain, and then the rain stopped and the sun came out. And apparently, the, that's your that's your situation. That's your weather situation that you're looking for. And. Um, so we, and we were going on a hike somewhere and we were told by some of Ranger's Ted, Ranger Ted's coworkers who know those forests really well, they were like, oh, you should go over here. Morel mushrooms like um, recently disturbed earth. They like to pop up near where trees have fallen or been chopped down. They like to be in places that burned the year before. They, um, basically there's the underground, um, mycelial network, um, of like, excuse. Yeah. You heard me. Um, mycelial network. Of, Write that shit down. 
<laughs> uh, like that is um, connects like fungus, tree roots, the soil, all of this um, that is under underground. And um, when there is a disturbance in the force, if you will, what? then Morel, that's where morels like to show up because they are sending up their spores to go like spread out and find new territory. So um, I know. Are cool. they like the Mandalorian? Uh, I still are, haven't seen the Mandalorian. Are Maybe. they like the Mandalorian yeah. because they have to be underground, but once they get found out and exposed, they got to move it on out, out to someplace else? Yeah, that sounds about right. Wow. So they, we were told some areas to go. We tromped around. We found nothing. And I am here, also here to tell you those little suckers are hard to see. So I probably, like, tripped over 5,000 of them while I was out. Because we the same color as the fucking dirt. <laughs> yeah. And they look like pine cones. And there's pine cones everywhere. And you're like, what the fuck? So then we went to another area that we were like, oh, let's just go over here because it looks like a nice place to hike. And uh, Ridgehead was like, oh, I'm going to head over here and start looking for morel mushrooms. I'm like, okay. And like two minutes later, he's like, I found one. I found one. (laughs) And I was like, he is so full of shit. And I thought that he was just fucking with me. But when I went over there, there it was. And so once you find one, you will often find more in the same area. So I found a few more in that area, and then we just wandered around. We ended up collecting probably a pound and a half of them. Shut up. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are light. So if you yeah. get a pound of them, they're they're actually they're actually pretty like they're pretty substantial. Oh, like really? for a mushroom, yeah, they're pretty dense. And um, then we had a debate on the way home as to the right way to eat them. Yeah. I was. I was team, like, put them in a risotto, um, like, scramble them with some eggs, maybe something like that. And he was like, no, we are sautéing them with a tiny bit of butter and a little bit of garlic, and we're going to eat them so we get the essence. So that's what we ended up doing. I hear you, Ranger Ted. I hear you. Good call. And were they deluge? You know what? They were were very good, but not great. And it felt (laughs) like... It felt like a whole lot of work for a pretty, for a decent mushroom. <laughs> but you got them by yourself. They yeah. were free. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I, they just cost you a little sweat equity. Sweat <laughs> equity. And then, and I was like, oh, I'm totally crushing it on my Fitbit. And I was like, no, because I'm, you're walking so slowly. Like, even though I was huffing and puffing, like, you're walking so slowly because we were on, like, these hillsides and, like, climbing along. Like, I slipped and fell. I ate shit at one point. Like, was chased by bumblebees. It was a lot. Like, I had to pee in the woods. Like, it was a lot was going on. But, yeah. So, that was, instead of watching a movie this week, I went morel mushroom hunting. You and had nature. a time. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty and great. And say that again. The my what? The mycelial network. The mycelium. Okay, so please, I need I need more information. Now I'm gonna now I'm going to um, now I'm gonna pull it up so that I can explain it just so that somebody's smarter than me. Because um, no no no, but this is real nerdy. So my question is, because I need more information. Mm-hmm. Did you know that word before you started looking for? You just you just you're just knowing and my mycel- what is it called oh. again? 
I am going to tell you why I knew about mycelia. And that is because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew that, that um, fungi, fungi, are connected underground and that the largest organism ever found was actually a mushroom in Oregon that was like acres big underground, which is a little scary. It's kind of like Cthulhu. Yeah. I just thought of like a a bean that lived underground. Yeah. So, so they, um, like they are, they're, very thin, tiny, tiny, tiny little threads that like spread out underground, under forests, under trees, and they connect like one kind of fungus to another. They connect between trees, like the the fungi connect the trees so that the trees can actually talk to each other via that network. Um, and so I kind I knew that it was there, but I will tell you the reason that I found out about it is we watched the most recent, we watched a few episodes of the most recent Star Trek, the one with Homegirl from Walking Dead, who is great. And the way that they explain space travel is, and the way that they are able to travel through space is an intergalactic mycelial network which we were super annoyed by because it's space. Shit can't live in it. Like, uh, no, there are no spores cruising around in outer space. I mean, maybe there are, and we just haven't found them. So maybe the spores are the black holes. Yeah, I don't know. Fair <laughs> enough. We were eventually like wormholes and black holes and. But I will say, so um, I have a story here that I just Googled so that I can put it a little more succinctly than probably I could ever explain. Okay. And it's the, BB, it's the BBC, so you know it's right. Right. It's, a, it's an information superhighway that speeds up interactions between a large, diverse population of individuals. It allows individuals who may be widely separated to communicate and help each other out. It also allows them to commit new forms of crime. No, we are not talking about the Internet. We're talking about fungi. Oh. Um, and it's the it's mycelium, and it's like uh, they say it's like an underground internet that links the roots of different plants. So the tree in your garden can be hooked up to a tree down the street, and they can talk to each other. So if one is threatened, um, they say that they they see it sometimes with certain kinds of um, like uh, predation insects. That when they go on a tree, that the other trees, like, are told through this network. And, like, they're able to emit some sort of, like, a pungent smell that makes the beetles not want to chew on them. And they share nutrients and information. They spread um, toxicity underground through the network. Like, yeah. Mycelial network. It that makes all the sense in the world. I didn't know what it was called because we were listening to, and I think I mentioned it briefly in another episode, we were listening to one of um, the Supernatural Bears' favorite podcasts, and it's a science podcast, and they were talking about bu- the science behind bullying and how it's just part of fucking nature because trees and bushes and plants bully each other. Yes. And they must do it through this mycelial my say- my my network. Mycelial network. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, and uh, I'm Googling to make sure I have the name right. I would like to recommend, if anybody is into this sort of thing, and Ritzy, I know that you are, 
Um, it is probably a banging audiobook. There is a really great book, a series of books called The Hidden Life of Trees What They Feel, How They Communicate Discoveries from a Secret World. It came out like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also, the same guy did also one about um, like nature and animals and how animals communicate with each other out in nature, domestic animals. Like, but yeah, the, the Hidden Life of Trees. Okay. And there's also, this is all, this is crazy because all connecting. So the supernatural bear, because of the lockdown, he's able to take virtual classes of things he wouldn't be able to take because they were based in LA, but now they had to go virtual. And there's this one amazing class called Everwild. And it's about, we would drop them off in the mountains. I would just drop them off in the mountains for a couple of hours and they'd have class in the mountains. So they learned to forage. They learned about feelings. They learned about nature. So he's been taking this class and he has assignments. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then he has assignments and he has to be in a sit spot someplace in nature and has to write down shit. Da, 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 right. So the one, the last one, he was hella hyped because it was a family one and it was a bird sit. So we had to um, divide our sheet of paper, our journal and, into four squares and every two minutes write down what we observe in each square, nature sounds, but this was a bird sit one. And we had to learn about all the different bird sounds, the bird calls. There's like one, cause they're hungry. One, cause it's a song. One, cause they're in danger. And they were saying how the birds aren't just doing it for themselves. Like the entire ecosystem listens to birds. And you know this cause you're a bird watcher. Like, like, yo, the birds are tripping. Something's wrong. <laughs> you know, it's like other animals, yeah. like a word, <laughs> like, yeah, let me listen up. Or the birds go silent. Like even humans know that if you're somewhere yeah. and every horror movie that takes place out in nature knows that they, when the bird, when all of a sudden everything goes silent and you're like, Something's watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, that's yeah. just, just all fucking fascinating. And then like last year we were at the ACE and then they had someone that did an installation where they put the speakers onto the different types of plants and we could hear the music that they made, it was fucking next level, dude. It was next fucking level. Cause you're, and then, so, so now that we, last week I mentioned we have the, the herb garden, mm-hmm. um, and we have a big mint bush and the supernatural bears are making for mother's day and for my birthday, mint lemonade a la Yukos in, in LA. Cause we love it. And uh, I told them, I was like, when you pick something off of this bush, you tell it. Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause that motherfucker's alive and the motherfucker hears you tell a thing. <laughs> so he's like, I hear him in the morning. He gets one after he brushes his teeth. He's like, thank you. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's I really sweet. That yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I was actually glad. Um, they're really hard to spot morels. And I was really glad for that because I mean, obviously we weren't going to like harvest a billion pounds of it or something. But, but I, I was like, I got to leave, leave some of these behind so that they can continue propagating. And we saw, we did run into another couple who are out there. People get really protective about, um, when they're mushroom hunters, they get really protective about where they find stuff. Um, and so we bumped into this other couple when we were at the first location and we were like, Oh, are, are you guys having good luck? And they were like, no. And I was like, do you think they're lying to us? He's like, probably. territorial so so yeah that's what we did we went morel hunting and successfully 
successfully found morels and did some interesting hikes and saw some interesting plants and it was great. That's great. What about you? Have you seen uh, any movies? Yeah. So for my birthday, I asked uh, Miosito that, you know, forever I've been wanting to watch Bernie because, you know, he's part Korean and that's that's my in. I was like, it's Korean and it's from Lee Chang Dong, who's like the Scorsese, the Scorsese of Korea or whatever. And it has Steve Yoon, which was my benefit because I love that motherfucker. I think he's fine as fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, Who's Glenn from Walking Dead, for those of you who don't know that name. And so we watched it. Um, and it was long as fuck. And we kept looking at each other like, what the fuck? We were upset because it got all this rage, like the best movie, da 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 awards for days, con, da 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 I just had heard a, an interview with him and David Chang talking about it and, you know, discussing it. And I was just like, okay, okay. Uh, no, I don't know. And then I hit up, um... Lilium, who's been on here before, and a good friend of Lisa. And they're like, I go, yeah, we just saw that. And they're like, oh, my God, I love it so much. I got to watch it again. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we did not. Um, so I just want to see if any of you out there have seen it. What are your thoughts? Because um, we were very upset. <laughs> this was uh, how I felt about Parasite. Yeah. And, and and Shane Gingersnapper is just last night actually just texted. He's like, "Oh, I finally saw Parasite. It was good." And I was like, "Yeah, it was good." I go, I go, I go. I don't know if it was the best thing ever, and but I'm happy it won because of where it's from. But I agree. I don't know if it was the best movie ever, but it's better than Burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we all we all have to have a bar that we need to that we need to no, but, rise above. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you you watch it and you'll love it. I don't know because a I'm, lot of people I, that I trust I'm love this. Movie. Do so now. <laughs> nope. Yeah, man, burning. Um, huh. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, and then when it ended, we were like, "That's it." We were upset. So upset that we were upset the next day. We looked at each other. We're like, yo, burning. We're like, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, last time we talked, he talked about um, Supernatural Bear seeing um, the Empire Strikes Back and learning, like, the Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. For sure. Although he said he already knew. Um, but when I was thinking today about it and... I remember being at least as shocked about the fact that he and Princess Leia are brother and sister. Totally. And that comes Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they kissed. So you're like. If he knew about. Yeah. If he knew about Luke, then he probably knows about Leia for the same reason. The book. Which also, upon further consideration, I might have gotten for you guys. Yeah, I think you, now that you said it, I think you did. I think I did. So really, (laughs) it's my fault that he (laughs) was not more surprised by Darth Vader being Luke's father. Thanks, yeah. Did you hear the little interview at the end of last episode? Yes, yes. And I also thought that it was very funny that you came on beforehand to correct yourself. I Because that is so offensive. I complete. They're not even the same region. 
Like Uganda's <laughs> in the eastern is East Africa. And Ghana and and Nigeria are West Africa. Like I, if that would have been me and if I want to said anything, oh my God. So that's why I was like, I need a fucking upfront before you up. get into this shit. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, what about books and no books? Uh, I'm about to start a book, but I'm saving it. It's going to be really good, and it's going to be so fitting for the show that I'm just waiting until I am at least in the middle of it, if not finished it. So okay. haven't started it. Maybe this weekend. This might be a good weekend to like go sit outside um, and get some sunshine and read a book. So okay. who knows? Um, I did watch a little TV. Okay. Uh, the one thing I've, I've talked on the podcast before about the challenge that I have in trying to find something that the entire household agrees upon watching. OCCC. We found one. It's not my absolute favorite, but, um, the other people in the household are big fans and that is Bosch. I've heard good things about Bosch. Yeah. It's on males. Only males. Yes. It is on Amazon. It is based on a series of books that take place in L.A. that are, like, gritty crime. Bosch is a detective who um, has a sort of semi-tortured background. Um, and then, like, one of his stories about, I don't know, life and life as a cop was made into a movie. So he got some money, which he spent on a really nice house in Los Angeles overlooking the city and like every single time it comes on, it drives me nuts because I'm like the amount of money that he would get for that is not a down payment on that house. That house is a like $5 million house. It just makes me nuts. But at any rate, it is a really nice house. So it's like gritty streets of LA, like serial killers and solving crime. I and, it was in a place in LA. Yeah. I, would, I thought it would be someplace East coast or something. No, the opening credits themselves i like if you just have five minutes you want to kill watch the opening credits they're so beautiful and they're so la like they're really well done and um like it's it is fun watching it because uh now that i'm not in la anymore i enjoy seeing anything that's in la and um a lot of it was filmed around uh ritzy our former place of employment house of blues corporate at sunset and vine please believe it so, like, do you remember on Vine there was that cactus taco stand? Yeah. Yeah, that's in it. Oh. <laughs> and there's, like, in the um, the Army-Navy surplus store on the corner of Melrose, maybe? That's in it. Um, and, so, and so we were joking, and Ted's like, oh, do you know where that is? Do you know where that is? I'm like, yeah, all this shit is, like, three blocks from each other. They filmed, like, all of this shit over, like, three nights in the middle of the night. For sure, 100%. So, but it's pretty cool. If you, if you, um, are in LA, if nothing else, it is really fun to watch, um, and see LA. The opening credits are great. And frankly, it's a pretty riveting police procedural with, um, that is pretty smart and has a lot of swearing and violence. So what's not to like, what's not to like. And then I think the thing, um, the thing that we are going to kind of jump on next that just came out on Hulu is The Great. It's, um, it's about Catherine the Great, I believe, or at least that era. 
And it's written by the same guy who wrote The Favorite um, that had Olivia, uh, whatever her name is, and um, uh, Doppelganger. By Doppelganger. Why am I blanking? Girl who's married to Bond. Um, Yes. So, you know, all of those people, Olivia, another, my doppelganger and the woman who's married to Bond, you know, you know, there it is. Um, (laughs) came out last year, which by the way, um, this house thought was a much better movie than Parasite since we're there. Uh, it's the same same writer as the favorite. Okay. And, um, it has that same, a little bit like tongue in cheek, modern sensibility, um, period piece kind of deal. And, uh, oh, I think yeah. I did see the, the trailer for it. Cause it's kind of, it's like funny kind of like, yeah, it's funny. And it yeah. has that one, um, that guy who I love. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick it up. It has one of the fannings. One of the fannings is the, the younger one. Yeah. The L I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did see that. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's the kid who is in about a boy. Yes. Right? Wasn't he in that? I think so I think that's him. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas, Nicholas Holt. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I oh. think that he is adorable and I adore him. He was also in the favorite. So um yeah, it's all about I will tell you right now. You're Catherine start. Trump, yeah. It says a genre bending anti historical ride through eighteenth century Russia. There it is. Why not? So yeah. I think that's let me yeah, try that. to see what you think of that. Mm-hmm. See what you um, think. What about you? What are you watching? So I finally finished The Good Place. I thought I, I thought uh-huh. I was finished, uh-huh. but then I got the last season. You have to watch it. It's fantastic. I totally recommend it, especially during these times. Um, I cried and I laughed and I learned a lot. I'm not I'm not hip to the different philosophies and and schools of thought on on philosophy and ethics. So mm-hmm. I learned a lot this like 30 minute sitcom and which was fascinating because it really led me really gave me a good understanding to lead me into devs okay the show devs which is on fx and also on hulu i think it's by alex garland and he Uh did ex machina which i never thought but everyone loves um did he write it did he write it wrote it yeah, I think he wrote okay. it or directed or both. Yes, you know what? Yes, it was his first thing, and he wrote and directed it, and it's, like, absolutely mind-blowing. You would love it. It's so good. I think I might see it after I saw this, because this show... So Lillian was like, have you been watching Devs? I just saw the first one, and I need someone to talk about it. And I was like, what is it? And I looked it up, and I was like, Nick Offerman in a serious role, like a sci-fi, like, suspense thriller... And I had no idea what it was about, but it's basically, if you know the good place, it's kind of like the the gist without any spoilers, determinism versus free will, basically. But okay. it's fucking fascinating. I think about it every day now because I'm like, at the end, they, they wrapped it up in a neat package so it I could be the, done. I heard the final episode of The Good Place was like perfectly done. It's great. And then... The final, like the final episodes, that final couple of episodes were great. And then you're crying. You're just like, and then it made you think, and I don't know, so many different things. It's very a thought provoking show. And then you go into devs and then that last episode, they wrap it up. Cause if, if no second season, it's wrapped up 
and you're good. But they, they're in talks of maybe going into a second season, which I don't really need. But it's fascinating, and I want more people to watch it. I want you to okay. watch it because yeah. I want to know more about what you thought. And Because I was asking Miosito, I was like, so what are your thoughts? Are you on the school of determinism or free will? Like, so we're having, like, crazy discussions. Um, so it's beautiful. It's a beautifully shot. It's in um, San Francisco. Um, yeah. Zoe Kravitz's husband is in it for a little bit, off and on for different reasons. Um, Carl something, who's fine. Um, but Nick Offerman, man, <laughs> like, he's super fucking creepy and awesome in it. Because I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him anyways. I don't know what it is about him. He's handy with his hands. He's, I don't know, something about him is really attractive to me. But in mm-hmm. this thing, he's, like, super creepy in but it, it changes at the end. I don't know, man. But I want you guys to watch it. Uh, I recommend. And then well, Defending much, Jacob. Much, oh. much in the way that you talked me out of burning, you have just talked me into depths. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, and it's only eight episodes. So easy breeze. Can mm-hmm. knock it out. Like if you're like, if you have time, knock it out. In a week, um, yeah. You know, I knocked it out like, you know, in the day or two, whatever. You're all worried. <laughs> <laughs> or a day. We don't judge. It, we do, we really it, do you not really judge. you really need to pay attention. But I was half an episode here and there. I was cooking at the same time, just because okay. I was like, <laughs> I need to know what's happening. Defending Jacob. I started watching that. I told you guys it's one of the only reasons why I'm on um, Apple Plus. I got it for free. But Defending Jacob is great, and I'm stressed, and uh, I, oh, I like okay. it. And okay. then on top of other things that I watched on. Um, I was gonna say House of Blues. HBO is <laughs> Betty, <laughs> is Betty, which is super cute. It's like 30 minutes, I think, and it's by Crystal Moselle, and she directed and wrote the indie flick Skate Kitchen. It was about um, all female skate crew in New York, and a lot of the same act. Well, they're actors. They actually are really real life friends, like a real skate crew. She has them in this show called Betty. So it's basically like some girls skating, living life in New York. And I love it. And there's really no rhyme or reason to it. But I like the kind of different things that they kind of talk just by observing, like female friendships within a male world, da 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 da. Um, uh, You know, uh, sexual assault that maybe it's not. And questioning that and who do you back like just like subtle things like that and just love I just love seeing New York. Anything that has New York as a character mm, that's a yeah, huge part yeah. of it. I don't know. I love it. And just also right now, just because of how they're hurting and just, you know, to see it in its glory again where people are out and about and living life. But I recommend it. Betty, I love it. It's huh, just okay. there. You know? I've never and, heard I've never heard of it. And you know what I was telling my friends, my homegirls, I was like, you know what it reminds me of when you were young and you were just, you didn't know what the day, what, what the day held for you, what, what was in store, but you were just with your peeps and you were out and about in the streets in the summer. And you were like literally out and about, like crossing fucking town on the public transportation or in someone's car, the only person that had a car or something like that. And just like no, hardly any money. And it's just like, what can we get into? Let's see what's happening in the city. And 
is like from day to like late at night. I miss uh-huh. that, you know, like you don't get those ad- really get those adventures. You're young, you don't know a lot, so like you're just kind of just going for it. Just that yeah. feeling, like carefree, and so yeah, uh-huh. I love watching it for that too. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, sounds so great. yeah, I think that's it. What anything else? I think uh, we're good on the TV. Yeah, no, that's uh, my I'm, cellular. What <laughs> my cellular network? My cellular network. Come on. You learned um, a lot of yeah. shit today. Yeah. I mean, I, I, instead of watching movies, I went like tromping around the forest for like eight hours on Sunday. So you're welcome guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, there will definitely be, um, since we decided we're just going to lay low it's holiday weekend. Um, yeah, there will be, there will be some, uh, there will be some media consumed this, uh, this weekend. Oh, sure. Make no mistake. I believe it. I fucking believe it. T.I. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so thanks for, for joining. And uh, we're going to see you next week, right? Keep yeah. it going. Keep it moving. Yeah, we're going. Still going, guys. All right, then. Peace out, nerds. Who got the keys to my Vima? Who am I? Them girls then sugar? <laughs> I love it.